Okay. Uh, well, welcome. <laughs> welcome. Uh, so I mean, I thought a little bit more about the, the format that I introduced last time. What I talked about last time, I didn't quite introduce it. Uh, uh, so there will be somewhat like a. Uh, it's like the way Geshe, the way Geshe, Geshe Michael Roach, when he first started the ACI uh, course. I don't know. Wow. I can't believe it. It's been that long ago. <laughs> Twenty years. Fifteen. Fifteen. Sixteen. Sixteen. Ninety-four. Okay, sixteen years. Wow. Eighteen. Many, many, many years ago. <laughs> uh, he thought he was going to have just five students. And, uh, and he wanted to make sure that everyone who sat there in the class, that they were serious. So he went through an interview process. So you had to uh, go to him and tell him why you're interested. And, and of course, no one failed the interview. But it gave it give the person who was about to... to to come to the class, a sense of the importance of what they're, what, what they're about to undertake. Uh, and then, of course, when the number went to, I don't know, over 10, then it became somewhat difficult to go to work, do this and that, prepare for the class, and interview about 10 people. So he delegated that to someone else. And then that became too much, and it just it was completely dispensed with. Okay. Uh, where am I telling the story from? I have no idea. <laughs> no, I, the reason is because, uh, so this new format that I'm talking about where for the first, we hope for the first 15 minutes, uh, someone, we will have, uh, we will wrote, uh, have different people come and you don't have to, you could just do it from your seat, I think. You don't have to get up and go and that will eat up more time. So people, different people will uh, lead the, the, the preliminaries. And then we will go into a talk and we'll do the meditation after that. Okay. So I so I will use the excuse called my intuition. <laughs> <laughs> if I say my intuition, you can argue with me. Right? You can oh it's his intuition is told him so easy. It must be you know something beyond. <laughs> so I will use my intuition. To pick up, to pick who, you know, meaning me, mind you, that's the best way, you know, one of the greatest intuition tools. Uh, I'll use something like that, and then that person will, 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 will guide, will guide the, the preliminaries, okay? Uh, the why I said the interview, so I'm not going to say, okay, now you do it today. When I choose that person, that person will, I have a little talk, private talk with that person, and I'll make that person guide me. If that person doesn't, if that person doesn't take me anywhere, that person doesn't. <laughs> okay, it will be something like that. Uh, so uh, I will ask. Uh, I guess there's a list of every single person's email, right? You have everybody's email. Um. Well, there, there's yeah, some, some new people, people since, uh, there's a lot of new people since okay. I last did it. So okay. if anybody um, has not given me their email yet, please do so at the end of the class. I will put you on the list. Okay. And, and I'll, I'll do some sort of uh, 
some sort of a I forgot that thing. Mo with your name. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Google guide. <laughs> okay. Something like that. Alright? So if you're nervous, good. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so that's, that's, that takes care of that. Uh, so back to trying to uh, the, the, so the topic this time around is getting back to the basics. Okay. Uh, for those of you who have already uh, studied the uh, what's called the nine levels of meditation, uh, the the how the mind, the stages of how to go to how you get to uh, what's it called quietude. Uh, um, Calm abiding, what's another name for that? Shamata. Shamata, Shine. <laughs> okay. Uh, sometimes uh, people mix Shamata, which is Shine, which is quietude, calm abiding, whatever else translation they have for it. Mix that with what the Buddha calls meditation. The, the Buddha doesn't call this meditation. What's taking us a very long time to get to, the Buddha does not even cons- consider meditation, meditation stage. It's called the preparation for meditation. It's the door you have to go through to finally get to, med- to meditation. And when you get to meditation, then you hear about obstacles. You hear about uh, uh, certain dangers that you have to look out for. So until you get to meditation, don't worry about them. It's like uh, uh, there are certain vows, certain practices. You are vowed never to do this, never to do that. But those those restraints are for specific practices. Until you are doing those specific practices, those restraints are not for you. So don't don't you don't don't, don't get nervous. Don't get uh, uh, uptight, worked up, uptight, worked up, <laughs> worry. <laughs> don't let it bother you. <laughs> okay. The, when, uh, uh, one of the vows that you take as a, as a Bodhisattva, I'm sure a lot of you have taken those vows, uh, uh, it says Samten Dipa Pongwije and then Samten Roda Yuntenta. Samten is what is really referred to as meditation. It's what the, is, is the Tibetan translated as from uh, uh, Samadhi. And I'm sure everybody's heard that very exotic word, Samadhi. <coughs> samadhi and Shamatha are completely different things. What, in Buddhism, shamatha is the door to samadhi. Samadhi is a very high uh, state okay, of, of, of uh, mental uh, cultivation. So when the, when the vow says, Samten Dipa Pongmije, uh, you're uh, uh, and there's another one, Samten, well, this specific one says, not abandoning the faults of samadhi. So as a bodhisattva, you're supposed to be training in samten, in samadhi. Okay? And then there are some specific obstacles that you're supposed to overcome. And if you don't train yourself to overcome them as a bodhisattva, then you're sort of like a... It's not, it's not a root vow that if you don't do it, that you, you, know, you completely lose your, your bodhisattva vow. It's a secondary, one of the secondary vows. And... The list that is given for 
the obstacles to santen, there's a list for, for there's a list of obstacles, and then it doesn't match the list of obstacles that prevent you from achieving shine or shamata or quietude, and and now you know why. Samten or samadhi is a different kind of mind. It's a different kind of cultivation. And shine is a different kind of cultivation. Okay. The, the cultivation, uh, the obstacles in, uh, in cultivating, uh, 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 let's choose a word. Let's call it quietude. Do I agree? Okay. Shine, shamata, uh, calm abiding. We'll just call it quietude. Okay. I, I like that word. It's just one word. <laughs> uh, the, the obstacles that you are asked to, to uh, avoid or to, uh, to, uh, to learn to uh, remove are really related to, uh, you could say every single one of them is really stuck to the very first obstacle, laziness. Okay. They're all forms, they're all uh, influenced by laziness. And that's why it's different than the list given when you're, uh, the obstacles you're supposed to avoid when you're developing uh, uh, I don't know, what should we call that one? Because meditation is sort of, you know, everything is meditation. Right? Walking your dog is meditation. <laughs> uh, what should we call it? Uh, absorption. Absorption. That's a good one. Call that one. Right. Absorption. Okay. Uh, actually, that's a very good word because it gives you an idea of what's supposed to be happening when you're doing that. Okay. Uh, so, uh, the obstacles for absorption have to do with, really, uh, you have to go to somewhat like, uh, almost like Buddhist cosmology to understand it, okay? It's, take your mind, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, you have very rough mind and you have subtle mind and more subtle and more subtle and more subtle until you get to an extremely subtle state of mind. So, the rough mind is the mind before you get to uh, quietude, and then quietude is is rough relative to the more subtle minds. Okay, and you have the different stages of absorption. Okay. So you can say the goal, uh, the, the 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 one thread, the one single common theme throughout all this cultivation is what I mentioned last time. That it's it begins with that very sense that very pleasant sensation when you, when, you, when you have the intention to meditate and you're settling the body down. You're cultivating that to a level of, ex, uh, of, uh, of what is called great bliss. You get to, and the great bliss is a state of mind. Okay. And once you reach a certain degree of cultivation, there are... Uh, what would you call that? Um, cosmological. That sounds too ex too exotic. Uh, <laughs> the obstacles that you that you're encountering are not necessarily uh, personality. Uh, they don't originate from your from the personality that you have right now. Okay, they're like almost like you know, with the the very sense of having a, a body in the desire realm. 
already we have those kinds of obstacles. Okay? And you have to go through them. It's like tunneling through the earth. Okay? There are various, what's called, stratas. Various stratas of, of, of material that you have to go through. Okay? So these are kinds, uh, so everyone has to go through, through those kinds of obstacles in various, uh, in various degrees. But for developing Shine, you can be anywhere. Okay. Some people are closer to Shine than others. And I just said I was going to use quietude, I'm back to the Tibetan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So some people, so it's kind of confusing because the instruction that is given is, is sort of general. It's, 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 it's never specific. You have to be sitting with a, uh, with, a, uh, with someone who, uh, who knows you very well for their friends to say, okay, you're at this level, you're at this level, continue from here. So since you don't have that kind of person, so you just take the general, take the general, okay? You're not gonna, it's not gonna hurt you, okay? If you're more advanced than the first level, you just speed through it, okay? So, uh, One of the, and, and the second one, Santen Rola Ryuntenta. And this is the one that really confuses people. And that's what I really want to talk to you about. It says, Santen uh, Rola, this is the, the, the bliss of the, of, of the absorptions. You shouldn't get attached to them. The bliss of the absorptions. We're not talking about that little pleasant sensation that you, met in the, you, you experienced in the beginning where you have not even begun to reach quietude. We're talking about, uh, and the reason for that is, do you know what's the point between, once you achieve shine, oh, sorry, I'm going to keep using that. <laughs> once you achieve quietude, do you automatically achieve absorption? You don't. You have to go through a period of training. What is that you're training in? You're training to not get lost in bliss. That's what your training is. So the absorb states of absorption, the natural state of mind of, of those of, of those meditation are naturally blissful. And the deeper they are, the stronger the, the stronger the bliss. And the danger is you can get lost in that. That you lose your purpose, you lose why you entered that state. And and it's not like you enter that state and you look at it, oh, look at this nice little bliss. I think I'll stay here. No, it just takes, you it just takes over you. And, and then after it chews you up and spits you, <laughs> then you say, ah, oh, I forgot what I was supposed to do in there. Okay? So you have to learn to accustom yourself to be blissful and yet be functional. Because the reason for entering that bliss is to use that power of, the, of, of that state to, to bring about a conscious transformation. And what transformation? Why you enter the spiritual path. You want to get into enlightenment. You want to induce a transformation. And the enticement that Geshe uh, loves to use, I use it to transform your body into a body of light to, and to become omniscient. Okay? That's very enticing. Okay? <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to change my body to a body of light. Okay. So that's the transformation that in order for you to induce, to, to consciously work at making that happen, you have to learn to work in bliss. 
So that's why I'm telling you from now, be, begin to cultivate your awareness of that pleasant sensation and learn to do everything that you're doing within that and watch it progress. And as it progresses, let it stay just in the mind, in the background. Don't go, oh, look at that. Don't go, never mind doing that. Every once in a while I ask you to do it just so that you can stabilize it. So that, because a strange thing happens when the, 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 the blissful awareness starts to manifest, uh, it sort of like jerks the mind. It jerks your awareness. And it, it, uh, it, it <laughs> you won't believe it. It is so beautiful, and it steals your attention. It literally steals your attention. So you got in, got in, you induce that state of mind to be able to transform yourself, so you become a Buddha, so you can go through the various stages, so you can help everybody. And yet, that bliss is so compelling, so beautiful that you forget, you forget everything, you forget everything. Uh, and it, it is, and all these different stages, uh, whenever, when you, when you, when, whenever you encounter uh, uh, a definite, uh, uh, a definite higher state of bliss, you go through the same, through, you go through the same thing. So what keeps you from going, uh, the, the, the absorptions are simply called no, absorption number one, absorption number two. You don't have f fancy names like quietude. As a matter of fact, quietude is the only one that has that fancy name. Everything else is just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. The difference between uh, the first and the second is you have to learn to now accustom yourself to the in more intense bliss of the second and the more intense bliss of the third, and so forth, okay? Uh, that is very analogous to when the Bodhisattva is now about to be free of all uh, comic seeds that ties that Bodhisattva to samsara. And when that Bodhisattva is about to get, go through that stage, the Bodhisattva prays like never before. Why? Because the Bodhisattva is about to be blissed out of his mind. Okay? Literally. About to be blissed out of his or her mind. And the Bodhisattva prays, may I not be blissed out of my mind. And it says, only by the power of prayer, only by the power of Bodhicitta, strengthening it, and only by the power of the Buddhas can you make it through that stage and not get blissed out. Okay. And all this, you're able to go through that because of the training of Santen Rola Yuntenta. Not getting caught up, not getting, getting attached to the levels of euphoria that you experience. But it is what you're cultivating. Okay. Think of the euphoria as uh, a platform for you to work, for you to do work. Okay? Crazy mind, that's where we are right now. <laughs> if you do, you, you receive a, an instruction to do a meditation, a sadhana, yamantaka, whatever, 
uh, or or Tonglen. And in the while you do it in crazy mind, if, if you're lucky, you you get discouraged. <laughs> <laughs> As for the actual result of Tonglen, the actual result that the mansion was created for, the actual result that Yao and Taka mansion was created for, forget about seeing those kind of things. Okay, it's not it's not saying it to be for you to be discouraged. The thing is, it's not supposed to happen at that moment. You're not in absorption yet. Only in absorption can you start to experience the actual results of those meditations. That's why when you read the biography of Padmasambhava, uh, I mean, he's supposed to be a, uh, he's, no. Okay, what do you say? Who's Padmasambhava? While he was only a Buddha, right, fully enlightened being, he's about to do a particular kind of work. He said, oh, I need to enter Yamantaka, state of mind. How does he do it? He does what we do. He does a sadhana. What's my yandaka yet? You know, it's not like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he he enters into a trend, uh, well, he's already a Buddha, but he has to be in a, in, a, in, a, in a state of absorption. And within that state of absorption, takes on the characteristics of Yamantaka and then is able to do what Yamantaka does. Okay. And that's why you hear in his biography, in order to do this, he, he, he became Yamantaka. In order to do that, he became, uh, uh, you know, Hevajra and so on and so forth. Okay. And you will be able to do that when you're, when you're in absorption. Okay. In the meantime, you're just getting good merit for your next life so that you can be able to do a better job next time. If all you do is stay where you are. Okay. So while you're doing your sadhana and your practice in this crazy mind, don't have a distraction of expecting to be like Nyamantaka. That's a distraction which will prevent you from, from progressing. Just recite your stuff, feel the emotion, be aware of it, and then that's it. And then you will make progress. But if you distract yourself, okay, where's my Yamantaka form? How come I have no horns yet? What's the matter with this? Something's going wrong. Okay, stop. Why isn't it uh, listening to me? <laughs> okay, so that's just distraction. Okay. Now, the first obstacle, I've already been helping you deal with it. That's what you're, that's why, I, that's why I keep saying, uh, instead of just saying motivation, I say determination. So with all the things that, are, that that's included in that, that's the strong determination to do something, to get something. Strong determination to get to somewhere. That will help you get rid of laziness. And laziness isn't just some psychological uh, state of, you know, uh, not caring. It's actually, uh, it's a stuff. It's something that is acting against you. 
Of course, you cultivate it through your past lives. It's not like somebody, you know, threw it, threw it at you. We cultivated it. Okay? And we have to get rid of it. And the only way to get rid of it is to cultivate quietude. Otherwise, we're not going to get anywhere. The very first antidote is have a strong determination. Know what you want and be determined about getting it. Okay. It may seem like it's irrelevant, but it's absolutely crucial. Okay. Whenever you sit down to meditate, you should be looking forward to it. If there's a part of you that's hesitating, if there's a part of you that's saying, ah, oh, meditation again, then that first, you didn't take care of the first thing. And then the laziness is still strong, it's still acting on you. Uh, don't worry about space too much finding a conducive space don't worry too much about that you live in New York for God's sake <laughs> there's no finding such thing in New York <laughs> you gotta make use of what you've got <laughs> and how do you make use of that? cultivate ignoring Cultivate that. It's a very powerful state of mind to, to cultivate. Okay? And I will talk to you about how to, how to cultivate that. Okay? And, that's, and these are extremely... Uh, uh, these advice you're not going to hear in books. Okay? You can only hear them from yogis who's been, who's, who try everything in the books and then their own experience tells them this is what they must do. Okay? So if you want to... Don't make absorption some, uh, abstract, or some, uh, some far away thing that, uh, you will never, that you will never get to, okay? You have to make it a definite goal. And if you keep distracting yourself by uh, doing this practice and that practice, this practice and that practice, this practice and that practice, you're only distracting yourself. <coughs> you're only obstructing yourself. Find a practice, stick with it. Okay? For you right now, until some enlightened being comes and tells you, do this practice, you have to do it because of your connection with it. Doesn't matter what you do. Okay? Don't waste your time looking for the right practice for you. I mean, you know, after many years and many years of still looking for the right practice. That's you, what, what, what are you doing? You're cultivating not picking a practice. And you can become a master at it. <laughs> okay? You're going to know a hundred practices and not being able to, not having ever done one. Okay? Don't worry. Okay? Ah. Alright, so we're going to get into some serious stuff. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, but I have to stop talking now. Otherwise, uh, it's going to be later. Sorry about the wardrobe thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was hinting at that. <laughs> uh, no, 
there was no space to uh, change. I had to wait and wait and wait and wait. I was I was already late, and then I came later. Right. Of course, for those of you who have been coming here for a lot of years, <laughs> you're very used to that now. <laughs> okay. Oh, he had the key. <laughs> <laughs> you want to pretend to do, <laughs> uh, f focusing on the breath, reviewing, what you're cultivating now is to keep your mind, a part of your mind on that sense of bliss, well, uh, what will become bliss later on, and then try to, as it, as it gets stronger and stronger, try to stay within it, and keep doing what you're doing, okay? Uh, one, two, three, four, one, two, step one, two, three, four, step one, two, three, four, just keep going back and forth with that. Don't expect step one, two, three, four to automatically make you a Buddha already, okay? That's a distraction, okay? But if, if by accident some Buddha threw a light at you, throws a, some Buddha throws a light at you, be aware of it, okay? <laughs> All right, so uh, what you got? Yeah. Okay, the very last thing I talked about was telling your mind, what am I doing now, what am I doing now, what am I doing now? Okay, so let's practice that. Those of you who don't have an object to meditate on, you can you can do that uh, fantasizing that you're enlightened. Okay, fantasizing that you're enlightened and keep your mind on that bliss. Okay. So quickly we call sense of tranquility that you experienced earlier. Call it so vividly that you start to feel it. And as soon as you have any sense of that tranquility, don't worry about how deep or how strong it is. Any sense of it. Help stabilize it by observing five cycles of breath. Observing five cycles of breath is not forcing the mind to focus. Any awareness of the breath is, is what is sufficient.
recalling your determination, you could say he's invoking a counter-energy to do what? To counter the, uh, the substance that manifests as discouragement and laziness. Feel its energy invigorating you, directing you. Until you feel a sense of confidence. Then you can begin with either with focusing on the sense of presence above your head. Think of it as being your enlightenment. Think of those things that are of relevance to you, those events, conditions, places that you are truly concerned about. And think about how you will deal with them perfectly when you become a Buddha. And while your mind is thinking along this, keep a mindfulness on that pleasant sensation. Watch it progress. once in a while to cultivate introspection ask yourself what am I doing
using the training in staying in the tranquility without disturbing it, without being overtaken by it. So within this tranquil state, turn your attention to the conditions of sentient beings. Look at how they are suffering, working hard, striving to end such pain. And yet their very work is creating more pain. Let your power, the power of your compassion go out to them. Let the power of your love go out to them. If you haven't yet, bring the teacher into your heart. Let the light fill your whole being. And look at the state of this tranquility that you're experiencing. How it is absent of striving. Dedicate the power of your merit to the achievement of your ultimate goal. back to your breath. <clears throat> Staying aware of the breath, become aware of the body again, deliberately be conscious of the top of the head and be aware of more and more of your body until you are aware of the whole body from head to toes. I think uh, we are at a level 
for me to warn you about something, I will warn you about something. I don't know if I warned you about this before, but uh, mm, until you are f completely free of what of that substance that I talked about, that manifests as laziness, discouragement, uh, and if you are not doing something physically, <coughs> tai chi, yoga, running, some sort of physical exercise, then you're, when you sit down to meditate, and you start to experience the the overwhelmingness of the I don't know should we call it bliss yet? It's not quite bliss yet, but it's approaching bliss. That might make you want oh I could stay a little longer, even though you have no sensation of any pain in your body. You have to learn to stop. Sorry. Okay. Otherwise, you might be injuring yourself without knowing that you're injuring yourself. Okay. But if you're doing some sort of, you know, physical, you know, thing, so you're not too much in that danger. Okay. I mean, there are extremely great yogis who have achieved, you know, great stuff, but who completely neglected their bodies, and now they can't walk. Okay. Because they didn't really deal with that stuff. Right. So, I don't want you to be sitting in samadhi and then can't walk. Okay. <laughs> Mm. Right. Thank you.